Welcome to Frankly Speaking. With Mayor B. I'm Frank Pezzanite III. And I'm Meredith Broadbeck. And join us as we delve deeper into our series, The Hills Have Size, where we discuss everyone's favorite fake reality show, The Hills. <laughs> Today we'll be discussing Season 3, Episode 26, A Date with a Past. Yeah. I like that you're introducing it in a different way every week now. I'm just, you know, yeah, you're just trying to mix it. it up a little bit. Yep. I like it. Anything about the notes up top? Um, no. The only note I have is that I did do a little digging to try to discover whether or not Heidi and Spencer had sold off any of Heidi's um, personal possessions in order to fund their lifestyle. And I couldn't come up with anything, but I did find a couple good articles that said that they, A, were making $2 million a year when they were on the hills, between appearances in the hills. Okay. And they blew it all, it said, on crystals and designer clothes, so... And her albums, I think. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. I think one of her albums was a million dollars. To like, produce flat. and do. Yeah. yeah. Well, because when you don't have a record contract, you're eating it. Yeah. Studio time, all that stuff. Producers, editors, all of it. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. But I, could, I couldn't find any proof that they had sold off her possessions, so... Maybe that's one news article about themselves they didn't send out a press release Maybe. for. <laughs> all right. So we open and we are at the girl's new house that we are going to have to name, but I feel like it should happen naturally. I know. I was trying to think about that and like nothing came to me. It's just going to have to like come to me. Yeah. And so Lauren is giving Lo and Audrina a tour of the house. Um, And to me it implied that she had been there before and they hadn't. Well, actually before we got that, we got a little bit of scenes from the top. Uh-huh. And this is, again, another thing where it really comes into effect. Like, what, what we've learned uh, after the fact is that the reason a lot of people had a problem, like, like, the cast had a problem with the show, and the reason it went the direction it did, was that Lauren was the narrator. So she got to pick the narrative. Yeah. And that was definitely apparent at the scenes for the top, because she says, um, now that I'm friends with Stephanie... Heidi's friends with Audrina. Like, full-on, again, saying, like, oh, the only reason she wants to be friends with you. And then she said, and Lo and I decided to get a house, and I figured I'd include Audrina. Like, that was in the voiceover. And it was, like, really bitchy and shady across the board to everyone. Yeah. And again, in this entire episode, I felt for Audrina. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. So Lauren is giving the other girls, a tour of the house. And I think she had been there before or she was in on renovating it or redecorating it or something like that because... Oh, no, before all of that, we were at breakfast with Lo and Audrina. I mean, with Lo and Elsie. No, that's after. The house was the first scene? Yeah. Just them walking through really briefly before the theme song and they say, we're going to have to have such a great housewarming. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought that was like And then at coffee, they're saying, who did you invite to the house? Gotcha, gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. So anyway, you can just tell that the the house definitely has fresh paint. You can see all the walls. There's still a ladder. <laughs> I know. And you can see all the wall mounts for the impending flat screen TVs. And it looks like the kitchen was redone. So I'm pretty sure that Lauren's name actually was on the deed of this house. But that doesn't necessarily mean she bought it. Headlines later when it was sold say Lauren Conrad sells Hill's house, but I don't, I'd have to do some really deep digging to, to find that out. And they don't even make that clear. They make it seem like they're renting it. Right. Um, 
it was actually purchased. Yeah. At least it was officially sold several years later. I know that. And it is at 1627 North Orange Grove Avenue, Los Angeles. There you go. It is in the Hollywood Hills, people. I'll have more to say about it as we go. (laughs) (laughs) So they talk about how they're going to have an epic housewarming. Blah. Yeah. I'm kidding. Um, Then we are at Cafe Primo. Lauren and Lo are having what looks like lunch, actually. Outside. And it looks cold. Lo is shivering. She's so cold. Meanwhile, Lauren isn't sleeveless and seems just fine. But go the fuck inside, dum-dums. Maybe they didn't want them to film inside. Get her a sweater. I don't know. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. I agree. Um, Lauren says that she's glad Audrina wanted to move in and that she was nervous she wouldn't want to. Okay. It's not what your facial expressions have been implying, but... No. Yeah. And Lo asks Lauren who she invited to the housewarming party. And Lauren mentions that she invited Stephen, Stephen Coletti of Laguna Beach fame. And even Lo says, Stephen, what? And apparently they've been talking again and he's going to be in town. So she invited him. And Lo says that... It's going to become a thing. And Lauren says, I don't, I don't want to talk about it like it's going to be a thing. I don't want to get my hopes up. Which, okay. And Lo asks, how long did you like him, you know, in high school and after high school? And Lauren thinks about it for a minute and says, I don't know. I never really stopped. Now, I have a lot of questions about this. Yep. Because as someone who did not watch Laguna Beach... First of all, by saying she never stopped, she's implying that, like, she was in love with Steven the whole time she was with Jason, which is whatever the fuck you. Yeah. Um, and then I thought that, I feel like we've discussed this before, and I thought, and I, I can't remember if it was on the podcast or off the podcast, but I thought you had told me that Steven and Lauren weren't really the big romance. It was Kristen and Lauren. Kristen and Steven. I mean, Kristen and Steven. Yes. And that, like, the Lauren-Steven stuff was kind of fabricated anyway, and it was Jason was really her guy, and I didn't think Steven was that big of a deal in her world. So, Steven was a big deal in her world. So, she had a thing for Steven. He definitely had a thing for her. They were friends. They occasionally hooked up, or at least it was implied that they did. But in the first seasons of Laguna Beach, Steven and Kristen are very much a couple. And MTV tried to ramp up this hint of romance with Lauren and her childhood friend to just make it more interesting. And all of a sudden, 17-year-old Kristen was watching, you know, her boyfriend kind of flirt with his good friend. And she was, you know, Kristen Cavallari has come out and said, for me, it was heartbreaking. I had this boyfriend of a year. I was 17. And all of a sudden, they turned it into a love triangle. So Lauren definitely had warm feelings for Steven. And after Kristen and Steven break up, there's a lot of insinuation that Steven and Lauren did hook up occasionally when he came home from San Francisco, especially that semester where Lauren is not in school anywhere before Uh she moves to LA and is living with her parents and kind of pathetic. Um, And Lo was always the one who really liked it and pushed it. She wanted them to be together. They'd been friends since elementary school I think Laguna Beach is not that big you know they've they've really grown up together but what gets me about this statement that she never really stopped liking Steven she does stop lusting after Steven as soon as she meets Jason so Jason or sorry Steven comes home from San Francisco for that Valentine's Day weekend he takes Kristen out to dinner and then he brings Lauren flowers the next day but then by that summer 
Jason comes to a pool party at Lauren's house. Steven is also there. She's all over Jason. And then she and Jason start dating. Okay. And then she starts the Hills later that year. So she and Steven may have kept in touch loosely and were friends, but I'm pretty sure feelings had stopped by then. And Steven was also hanging out with Kristen again that summer, so... Yeah. Well, I don't get it all around because I don't think Steven's cute in any way, shape, or form. He looks terrible in this episode. Did he used to be cute? Because he's... I mean... He's high school cute. He's tall, skinny, skater boy cute. Okay. Because he's not cute in this episode and he looks incredibly young. Like, he doesn't look like a man. No. He looks looks young. Yeah. Well, so the other thing that I... I remembered, but I wanted to look it up and verify... Part of the reason MTV wanted to bring him on, I believe, is that Steven was on One Tree Hill at this time. So he started, I don't know whether he had a standing role or a guest starring role, but he has over 50 episodes of One Tree Hill listed on his IMDb, and they start in 2007. Oh, okay. So he was kind of becoming a name for himself. Gotcha. And that's why I thought it was funny when Lauren said he's in LA just visiting. Like, no, I think he works there now. I'm just putting that out there. But didn't they film One Tree Hill in North Carolina? Oh, I don't know. They filmed Dawson's Creek in uh, North Carolina. I think One Tree Hill... I mean, I could be totally making this up, but I think it was another North Carolina I never watched it, but I'm just saying. I feel like he would be in and out of LA quite a bit if he were on a hit TV show. So, yeah, there's that. And I'll have more things to uncover about it later, I'm sure. I forget what I wrote down. So then we go to Karma, which is a little coffee shop, and Spencer is actually out of the part out of the apartment. And this is what blows my mind. Apparently has the fucking flu. So when you're healthy as a horse, lay on the couch in the house all day, get the flu, drag yourself out of bed and go to a coffee shop. Well, I also liked that <laughs> they clearly forced him to go somewhere and do something different. But he's on the exact same corner of the couch that he's always on at Stephanie's house. He's just out in public. Yeah. He's just on a public couch as opposed to a private couch. (laughs) Yeah. So Stephanie comes in and I almost hit the floor at this outfit. She's wearing a pink and white sundress, I guess, for lack of a better term. And an at least four inch tall patent white belt. Yep. With a big white buckle. It hurt. I liked it. Of course you did. I like a big You belt. probably have one in your drawer in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you wear that last night? <laughs> um, and she also orders a chai bubble tea. Oh, it was a bubble tea? That's why she said, I just choked on one of the balls. And he said, oh. isn't that the point of those things? It's just, no, you're supposed to chew them. Oh. I've never had one of those. Uh, I haven't either. I have coworkers that love them because there's a bubble tea um, food truck that comes to my work sometimes. They're very into them. I don't get it. I don't... It seemed weird to me. I mean, I like tapioca, so it should be something I would probably enjoy, but um, I don't like flavored beverages, and I don't know. It just seems weird. I just don't think I'd like sucking up something and then having to chew it. Maybe that we should add that to, like, our anniversary special extravaganza. We bubble should, tea? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go to Kohl's, drink a bubble tea, you know, etc. So, Stephanie mentions this housewarming party of Lauren's to Spencer. And he is affronted and thinks she has no loyalty yet again. And she says, you know, you became friends with my ex-boyfriend in high school and she has given interviews about that to this day. Like she's still mad about it. And he says, to call that a boyfriend is is such crap. Like, you went to one dance with him, whatever. Semi-formal. Semi-formal. It was your semi-formal date. Yeah. And then Stephanie says, "He, you know he was my boyfriend. You know, don't even. 
stop, stop talking about your high school boyfriend. Just stop. We are 21 years old now. It's time to let it go. <laughs> and he is very upset. She's going to this housewarming party and she says, you're holding a grudge. And I don't think Heidi is. And then how did it turn to her saying, I don't want to leave like this? He then says, leave. Oh, and, like, says, and he, she's like, I don't want to leave like this. And he's like, I will. Yeah. Now, the, I, her delivery of the line was very dramatic. It, it was very dramatic, almost like something had been cut out. But I will give her, I'm going to be on her side about this because even though high school was four years ago, um, I think she makes a very valid point. Like, Spencer is all about, like, family, and my enemy should be your enemy, and how dare you, and solidarity. And then if it turns out that this motherfucker did befriend her ex-boyfriend and have him over to the house all the time, that just blows a big hole in his whole argument. Yeah, but I don't know. I, I mean, like I think it's a valid argument for her. I mean, I think for... And I like that it came up, because it just shows what a hypocrite he is. Yeah. But also... I don't know. It's just like, it's some old school, like sibling drama that I also just don't care about. You know, it's like, yeah, well, you were like an addict and you probably cost mom and dad more money. And you know what I mean? They could have just sat there for hours, like spewing things at each other like siblings can. And I just didn't really care. Um, anything else about Cafe Karma? Nope. I, I like that it's called Karma. That feels <laughs> ironic. So then we are at the house again and they are preparing for their housewarming party. And we find out later they were making salsa, but we can't see what they're chopping at the time. Oh, I think it was guacamole. Well, Audrina tells Justin later that they were making salsa and stuff for the party. Because the shot of the cutting, there was an open avocado. I saw some lime. And then she was too. cutting a lime. Yeah. So. Um, so this is where Lowe's speech issue comes out again. And she <laughs> says, I still need curtains. Oh, no, she's, yeah, she says, um, do you think the neighbors have seen me? How many times do you think the neighbors have seen me naked? I need to get curtains. Curtains. Yep. Lo is also wearing the exact same dress that Lauren wore to her birthday party. Yes, which Mary noticed right away. Good eye. They're overdressed for a housewarming party. <sighs> I, I don't, I mean, yeah. Audrina comes I, in wearing a sweater, by the way. And black jeans, I think. And Lauren and Lowe, Lauren's dress has straps, but they are both sleeveless. Lowe's is strapless. But I think that's just their dumb aesthetic. Like, they're, Lowe and Lauren are just really girly girls, and I think any excuse to put on a little strappy dress, like, let's have at it. And Lauren, I mean, and Audrina fancies herself, like, a tough, like, biker, rocker chick. Lauren so. and Lowe are also the type of girls that like to dress alike when they go out. Yeah. It's like, even though it's casual, let's both wear dresses. Yeah. Yeah, they're like that. Um, so they're talking about who they invited yet again. And Audrina says that her sister's coming and her brother and Justin and they're, wait, Justin's coming? Well, she says Justin first, then goes down the list. And that's why I thought they were, Elsie had a problem with her family. Cause she's like my sister, my brother. And she's like, wait a minute. And I was like, what, do you not like her family? Yeah. Well, also we've already established that Audrina's seeing Justin again. Lauren just talked about it last episode. I, I know. Over the grapefruit. And this is... Again, and this <laughs> the is famous where, half a grapefruit. And this is where it got... They edited it to make it look I really know. awkward. I know. Because... They're they, doing they that to Audrina it, a lot now. Yeah, so they made it look like Audrina said nothing. And just... If Whitney was there, nothing. And just, <laughs> like, kind of had her face contorted, like, weird and uncomfortably. 
And then Lauren says, oh, we're not allowed to talk about that? And then again, Audrina says nothing? And just kind of looks despondent. And then they go on to talking about other stuff like nothing happened. I don't think it was really that uncomfortable because I don't think Lo and LC would have gone about their business like nothing happened if something had happened. Right. Like, everyone would have been quiet, like, the vibe in the room would have gone down a little bit, and that did not happen, but the editors were making it look like Audrina was just, like, silently fuming, and I don't think that was the case. Yeah, I agree. And Lo adds, maybe he'll wear his cowboy hat. She yeah. can't let Justin's name come up without saying something snippy Derogatory about it. Derogatory snippy, yeah. Well, and I have a tendency to do that with certain subjects. I just have to get... It's, like, an itch I have to scratch, and it's a really bad habit. And Lo has it, too. <laughs> and sometimes watching it in others is the only thing that makes me tame it once in a while. <laughs> so then Lauren mentions again to Lo that she invited Stephen. And Lo, again, feigns excitement and says, Eee! And Lauren says, Don't go all ninth grade on me. And she says, just stop. We're good friends. I I think Lauren is being realistic here, but we'll get to a scene later where I, I she's playing it up for television. Yeah. So then the party begins, and we see Brody for the first time in a little bit, and he's with his new girlfriend, Cora. And I actually meant to look up Cora before we started recording, and I forgot. She well, looks like wait, a- no, 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 no. First we have the Heidi-Stephanie combo. Before the party started. I had that after Brody carried in the juicer. Oh, because I have it before. But either way, go ahead. <laughs> well, I meant to look up court and I didn't, and that was about where it stops. And you see the trainer, and you see Whitney. And then we're back at Shea Ambiance for a second. Um, and all I put... Well, so this is Stephanie comes over and does what she should be doing, according to Heidi, and says, you know, she says, Hey, Heidi, how are you? Heidi says, Fine. And Stephanie says, I'm going to a housewarming party. And then Heidi's, I mean, Heidi kind of looks at her and says, oh, really, his house? And she says, well, actually, Lauren and Lo and Audrina, and that's why I, you know, wanted to come over and tell you this. And Heidi goes insane and gets really mad and basically pulls this whole, like, how dare you? How can you do this to me? Like, why are you ruining my life? Like, this is bullshit, blah, 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 blah. And... Stephanie says, like, well, look, I kind of thought you were over this. I don't understand. And you were so upset at me when Kimberly saw me out at S-Bar with Lauren because I hadn't told you. So I'm here telling you. Right. She's doing her due diligence. Yeah, that that I'm going so, you know, you won't feel blindsided. And Heidi is like, no, you're wrong. And it's terrible. And you shouldn't be doing this. And Stephanie says, but wait a minute. I thought the reason you were mad about me before was that because you didn't know. And Heidi goes, yeah, that is why I was mad about you. And Stephanie says, but now I'm telling you, I'm doing what I'm supposed to. And Heidi says, well, I'm, but I'm mad at you. Like, it's so stupid. And Heidi's backtracking and talking in circles. And on the one hand, she's agreeing that, yes, you were wrong to not have told me that you were going out with Lauren to S-Bar. And, but this is wrong too. Like, no Lauren whatsoever. And nothing you can do is right. And she, and at one point she even says, like, yes, that's why I was mad. Because I didn't know. And then keeps saying she's still mad and doesn't want her to go to, to Lauren's party tonight. So it's so stupid, and she just was contradicting herself left and right. It was a very circular conversation that made no sense on Heidi's end, and I'm a little annoyed that Stephanie caved and said, okay, fine, I'm not going to go to the party. Yeah. I'll stay here and hang out with you, um, which must have been a super awkward hangout. Like, how do you not have that conversation and then sit in a room with someone for two hours without it hanging over your head the whole time? Yeah. Well, it was also really sad to me when Stephanie said... 
are you going out with people tonight? Or are you just in? And Heidi says, no, I'm just here tonight. And I stay in all the time on purpose and I love it. But something about when Heidi says it feels really tragic. Well, cause she has no one to go out with. Who's no, I know. Go out with? I know. I'm just saying something about it felt sad and pathetic. And I guess too, the other thing is if she goes out, like even if she went out like by herself, which she could do cause she works at all these clubs allegedly. And maybe it would be like working to her. Like if she was there by herself, that's they'd true. be like, Oh, you're here. You might as well like pitch in like, you know? Yeah, that's true. Um, so I looked up Cora Skinner. That's uh-huh. her name. And she is a Maxim FHM girl, obviously. Yeah, of course. She is from Alexandria. Really? Local girl. Hey. Interesting. Yep. <laughs> so we go back to the house, and this is where Lo and Lauren are standing off to the side, and they're taking note of Brody's girlfriend. And Lo says, Brody's girlfriend is very pretty, with very large breasts. <laughs> it's true. Although, Brody's girlfriend looks pretty. Yeah. And I find her dress, even though it's a dress at a housewarming party, a little more appropriate. It looks a little more dressed down. But see, that's also... Like, I feel like you weren't going out a lot during this time period, and I was going out a lot, and that's just oh, no. how all the girls dressed. Like, No, when you went out even to a dive bar, you overdressed. Yeah. No, I know, but they... What I'm saying is that I realize also on the hills it's very different, but all of the men are standing around in t-shirts, maybe the occasional leather jacket, and then there's low in a strapless T-length dress, but I'm pretty sure she's barefoot. You know, it's just weird. Well, but any, and anywhere I, like, if you went up and dug up pictures of me from that era, it's me in jeans and a t-shirt with all my little girlfriends and their stiletto heels and dresses like that. Like, yeah. all the guys. No, I did down. that too. Who the hell wears pointy-toed heels to a dive bar? Everybody did. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I get it. It's just, anyway. Um, my only real note about this is that Steven is ugly and Justin Bobby looks amazing. Justin Bobby does look amazing. He's cut off his hair. I'm not loving the product he put in his hair. It was very of the time, and I actually yeah. still like it today. I, I, I like it. I mean, he's just... Justin Bobby's beautiful. I mean, yeah. we've established it for sure. Um, Steven looks bad, and I say this because I listen to the 90210 podcast called Again With This, and I do rewatch a lot of 90210 also, and Brandon Walsh chews on as he's talking whether Jason Priestley is actually chewing gum in the scenes. I don't know, but it's sort of this thing he does to look casual in a conversation. Steven is chomping the fuck out of some gum in the scene and it's gross. <laughs> and I say this as someone who chews gum. Obviously I've actually given up chewing gum because I love it too much. I will snap it. I will pop it. I love to smack on it. I pray I would never do it on TV. <laughs> and This is where I really took notice of Lauren's dress. And we won't go into how overdressed or casual it is again, but let's just describe the dress. It looks a lot like what she was wearing at S-Bar when she was sitting near Heidi, except that it has straps and it does go in at the waist, but it's, it's white and colorful with sort of magenta satin straps. And I think there's a magenta satin ribbon around the high waist. It's just ugly, actually. It's not flattering for her. It's very strange. And her hair is just pulled back in a low ponytail again. Yeah. She was making guacamole. She shouldn't have time to do more with <laughs> her hair. Um, and Stephen is being sweet and asking Lauren about the house and, you know, how does Audrina like the guest house? And Lauren starts dredging up all this crap about how they're not allowed back there. I don't... I think that sucks. And this is where we're getting into this whole dynamic of them versus Audrina. Well, and I don't, 
She's saying we're not allowed back there. It's Audrina's room. Like, I'm sorry, you're not allowed in my room. Like, if you're my roommate, like, if I'm in my room, sure. But, like, I don't want you going through my shit. Like. Right. But I think what she was saying is that she doesn't even feel comfortable crossing the yard and going to do things with Audrina, which is a crock. Uh, especially since they've lived together for four days. Yeah. And get on your BBM. <laughs> if you're too lazy yeah. to walk across the lawn, be like, hey, boo, come over for dinner. It's ready. Yeah. I don't, I don't get it. So then there's a brief shot where Audrina and Justin are in her guest house talking. It wasn't significant to me. And then Steven invites Lauren to dinner and says, let's catch up for real. Well, the only thing I think that was significant about the Audrina-Justin talk was that Audrina is, again, pitting her friends against Justin Bobby. And not helping things by basically saying, like, we had this awkward conversation in the kitchen and they, like, couldn't believe I was talking to you again. And he just says, like, it's nobody's business. Like, whatever. That's no longer significant to me. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> They've been talking about that since the first time we saw Justin Bobby on camera. It is... It's just going to get worse. I know. I know. It'll never end, actually. But, oh well. So, then we are at FITM, briefly. Lauren and Stephanie are breaking down how the housewarming party was. And Stephanie says that, you know... Spencer and Heidi make it very difficult for her to go to things like that. And when they start talking about loyalty, it's really hard for her. And Lauren says she feels really bad. No, she's like, I'm sorry. You know, I didn't want to make things hard for you. But then she says it with a smile and she says, but we do have really fun parties, which is like, you're don't feel bad. And like, you're loving every minute of this. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't even know whose side I'm on anymore. It's weird. Lauren can keep inviting her all she wants. Stephanie just needs to do what is right. If she feels like going, she can tell her brother she's going and be done with it. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Well, but, and conversely, I think it would be different if she was hanging out with Heidi all the time. Like if she and Heidi were going to clubs and doing so all the time, then yeah, it's kind of a dick move. But like, if you're friends with Heidi only because he's the sort of ish girlfriend of your sister and you pop by her house now and again, and you have to have a very orchestrated girls night to even see her out in public, like who gives a shit? Like if I'm Stephanie's age and I want to go out and have fun with friends, if one friend wants to go out and have fun and the other one is one that sits home and wants to do nothing, I'm not going to feel bad if the one that sits home and wants to do nothing isn't friends with the one that wants to go out all the time. No. Like, it doesn't make sense. No. Because it's not like she's ditching Heidi for Lauren. She's not, because Heidi's not going out. Yeah. She's just going out with Lauren to have something to do. Yeah, I agree. So then Lauren mentions to Stephanie that she's going out to dinner with Steven. They were, they've been friends since high school. They, they always had a thing. Well, and this is where I don't understand is Lauren actually says, like, do you know Steven? You know Steven, right? And she says, like, no, I don't know Steven. And it's like, how would you know him? Because you were on TV. Like, come on, Lauren. Yep. Everybody knows who Steven is. Yeah. Pretty much the entire cast of Laguna Beach moved to LA at the exact same time, except for the kids that actually went to college. So I don't want to hear about it. So then we are at the house and Lauren is getting ready for her date with Steven. And she looks cute, but I'm also not sure how I feel about this look. I like it, but it's kind of odd. Also, there's something about it that is interesting. It's much more put together than what she was wearing to the housewarming party. It is a, I don't want to call it jersey, but it's, you know, it's a knit dress, asymmetrical, almost like a cape that like hangs askew across her body in a chic way. It's intentional. Heavy braided bang, Chanel bag, black pumps. Um, I loved it. It's a navy blue asymmetrical cape sleeve dress. Like, absolutely, like, worshipped it. 
Um, very 60s. I loved everything about it. I, to me, as she was walking down the stairs, what I liked about it is that she pulls it off. If I put that on, I would look fucking ridiculous. Why? I don't know. I feel like sometimes I struggle with asymmetrical things about whether or not I like them. I liked it on her and I thought she looked very pretty. Um, Lauren Conrad is also the person who taught me how to pair black with navy like a boss. I love doing that just because of her. There you go. Yep. So this is one of those. Um, so as she's putting on her makeup, Lo again is being very ninth grade and you know, is it a date? And Lauren says, yes. And Lo says, whose idea was it? Yours or his? Lauren says it was his. No, I thought she said she didn't know. She said, is this a date? And she's like, I don't know. Oh, and Lo says, was it your idea? His or idea? And she says his. And Lo gets excited and says, are you excited? And Lauren says, yeah. Fair enough. Fine. Um, and then Steven arrives to pick her up. Yes, he does. Yeah. And they drive off and go to El Cielo. Yep. Cielo. Another twinkle light restaurant. Yes. And then they sit down to dinner. And this is where, like most of their conversation, I wasn't invested in because I didn't watch Laguna. Yep. But the one thing that I was invested in is that he starts talking about Adrena and like Justin Bobby and like her feelings about uh, Justin Bobby. And Elsie says like, I don't really know. Like we don't know. Because he asks if Lo is dating anyone. And then yes. Yeah. And he says, what do you mean? You guys don't talk about that? Like, your roommates. And she's like, well, she's not that kind of roommate. She, like, keeps to herself. And, you know, it's not like she comes running in to talk to me every five minutes. Like, Lo will burst in on me in the shower. And my only note on that is she is the perfect roommate. Like, that's the kind of roommate you want to have as an adult. Well, and Steven makes another great point and says, if you want to know what's going on with her, she's 20 steps away. Yeah. Cross the lawn and go ask her what's up. Yeah. If Audrina is the more reserved roommate, that's okay, but don't be afraid to invite her to things or to try and get her to participate in conversation. Plus, it's a little weird, like, when someone rents a guest house, like, a guest house is usually a full house. It has a kitchen and has everything you need in it. So, it's not, I I don't, I I think it's strange that Lauren keeps saying, like, well, she's part of the house, too. The house is hers, too. Because in most guest house situations, it's not. Like, you live in the guest house. This reminds me of another thing I looked up about the house because I found the listing and the address. It's a four-bedroom house. Yeah, so what... Are they counting the guest house as one bedroom? Yeah, but that means Audrina could have been in in the the house house and chose not to be. Yeah. Just putting that out there. Or if MTV wanted her in the back for more drama. Of course. Or they needed that bedroom for production. (laughs) Which is also possible, yeah. Yeah. So then Lauren and Steven reminisce about how their parents love each other and, you know... My parents love you. You'll always be a good friend, blah, 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 which is true. They've known Steven since he was probably eight years old, if not even younger. Like, it's not a thing. Well, was it it kind of a thing in the sense that her parents hated Jason? They loved Jason at first. Oh, they did? Yeah. They lose faith in Jason pretty quickly because he kissed his ex-girlfriend in front of Lauren. Well, but I mean, that's all transpired now. So maybe it was, you know, Lauren's like, oh, my parents love you. Like, they... I think they probably always liked Steven more than Jason. Yeah. Every parent in town knew that Jason always had girlfriends and drank too much and he smoked and, you know, he was the bad boy. I think it was pretty obvious. And he was somewhat new to town where Steven was like... His family wasn't super loaded. He worked at the local surf shop. He drove a rickety old truck. Like, I think he was just kind of a nice kid. His parents also weren't very nice to him when he started appearing on the show. And I think a lot of other Laguna Beach parents were trying to convince them to hang with it. 
and oh. just kind of let them be teenagers. And his parents were really mean about it, I think. Okay. So anyway. So then they leave dinner and Steven's driving Lauren home and they're reminiscing about how he always drove her home and, you know, he always sped to get her home on curfew and yep. Okay. Whatever. And then he says, well, I was carrying precious cargo. Um, well, you missed a very important part. Um, when they're having the conversation and they're talking about high school and all of these friendship stuff, uh-huh. um, he says... Oh, it's just nice to be out with someone that you've known for a long time that you can be platonic with. Yes. Oh, that's right. And I put in my notes, like, Stephen drops the platonic bomb. Right. And you can see, I mean, I'm sure this is edited, but you can kind of see her face, like, fall for a second. She kind of catches herself and... Lauren's full of shit. Stephen had just broken up with, not that many months before, he and Hayden Panettiere broke up. He was dating Hayden Panettiere? Yes. He's not cute. What the fuck? They dated for over a year. Hayden Panettiere had just dumped him in the fall of 2007. Oh. I looked that up too. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, he dated other people and so did Lauren. No, I know. But I'm saying like at this they date. They made it look they like made she it look, was sad. Yeah. And yeah. so they made, they made it look like she was sad. So I thought it was funny that she dropped the platonic bomb. I mean, yeah. he dropped the platonic bomb. Yeah. So then Lauren. Goes, and they well, Also, when they're in the car, they threw it on a little heavy. Did you listen to the song that was playing? The lyrics? What was it? Um, all I need is a little more you to go on. Oh my God. Jesus. No, I'm glad I didn't hear that. Um, and when she gets out of the car, they just hug and say that it was great to catch up and they'll do it again soon. That kind of thing. Lauren goes into the house. Lo is doing homework and sort of waiting up for her, which is cute, I think. And Lauren immediately goes to the freezer and starts eating ice cream. Mm -hmm. Jealous. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like the perfect way to end an evening out to me. And... So Lo says, you know, did you talk about this? And she puts her hands up in the air and sort of like excitedly pumps them like the two of them are going to be together. <laughs> and Lauren says, no, some things are just better left the way they are. And she also says, when I'm with him, it feels like high school and I don't want to be in high school anymore. Yeah. And I wrote, way to rewrite history, Elsie. Like he dropped the platonic bomb on you at yeah. dinner. And now all of a sudden you're acting like, oh, I'm so much bigger and over- better than this and over it. And that's the past is the past. Like, well, fuck you, bitch. Like and he then, turned you down first. Yeah. And then Lowe says something about how, well, hopefully someday things will change and you guys will get married because that's what I hope will happen. Yeah. Um... To be fair, Lauren does own a home in Laguna now. That's not her parents' home. She owns her own home there. And when they go back, Stephen and their group of high school friends, you can see in several Instagrams, um, one of the guys that was on Laguna Beach, Dieter, just got married in 2016, I believe. And all the high school guys were his groomsmen. Lauren and her husband were in attendance and there were all these fun group shots of everybody. They are still friendly. Oh yeah, and I don't I don't doubt that she and Steven are friends. Yeah. I mean, they went to high school together. They're old friends. Yeah. I just thought that this whole like platonic, not platonic, like I, I just was silly. Yeah, oddly enough, so I had a crush on a guy from fifth grade through high school and I haven't seen him now in 10 years and the last time I did... My friend said, oh, we're all going out to breakfast. Do you want me to invite him? And my husband had just come home with me for the first time when he was my boyfriend. He was with me. And I said, no, I don't want to see him. That's weird. I don't know. That would be easier for me if you if you didn't. She's on the phone and says, do you want to come to breakfast? <laughs> and I just stared her down like mm-hmm. I wanted to kill her. And it was 
there was nothing warm there because I already hadn't seen him in a long time. It was more like a shade of embarrassment. Like I had just found this amazing new person that just like got along with all of my longest friends. And I was like, and I used to like that guy forever, you know, <laughs> who showed no interest in me and strung me along from age 11 to 18. What was I doing? <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe Lauren felt some of that at the end. She was just kind of like, he's greasy now. He's gained a little weight and <laughs> he's on the rebound from Hayden Panettiere. <laughs> so I don't know. But I think it's happened to all of us a little bit. Even me. There you go. <laughs> I didn't have a dating life, but that's like as close as I can get. There you go. Yeah. Um, and that's it. Um, that is it. And, but before I do scenes from next week, yes. um, I would like to send out a plea to all of our listeners. Um, you'll be listening to this on February 13th, I believe. Sometime around Yeah, there. we recorded it a few, like three weeks earlier. And, um, it, we are currently waist deep in the holiday that is Frankica. For those of you who don't know me, um, Frankica is my birthday month. It's the month of February. Um, <laughs> it's like Hanukkah for me where I celebrate for all 28 days of February. Um, and what I would like as a gift from all of you listeners is for you to go on to your iTunes app. If you're listening to iTunes and give us a star rating. Um, cause we don't have that many star ratings and we do know how many of you are listening and it's about, 50 times less than the star ratings we have. <laughs> like, literally. So, if all of you could just, for my birthday, and honor of Frank, my actual birthday is the 16th, so I would love to get up on the morning of the 16th, um, have Mayor log into iTunes, and tell me that we suddenly have, like, hundreds of star reviews. That's a great um, So, it would be an amazing birthday gift, and I would really appreciate it. Um, now, so, next week. <laughs> Way to lay it on thick. I'm proud of you. <laughs> yeah, I'm, 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 I'm shameless. I don't even care anymore. Um, I feel like we're doing this for free. We don't make any money off of it. The least I can do is beg for star ratings for my birthday. Agreed. Um, so, next week, um, the girls get a dog. Actually, it's Lauren's dog, I guess, but it lives with all of them. Yeah. Um, we get a little more Audrina and Justin Bobby action. And Heidi actually works. Holy hell. <laughs> All right, guys, have a great week. Have a great week. And that's our episode. And you can find the podcast on social media, Instagram and Twitter, at FranklyMareB. And if you have any comments or questions, you can email us at FranklyMareB at gmail.com. You can find me personally on Instagram and Twitter, at Nana's Mink. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram, at HeyIt'sMareB. Thank you all for listening. We appreciate it. We'd love it if you could go to iTunes and give us a star rating and review, and please subscribe. Until next time. <laughs>